Welcome to the Marriage and Movies Podcast with your hosts, Terry and Selena Schilling. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Take Nine. Yes, Take Nine of the Marriage and Movies Podcast. We have a loaded show for you today. And mm-hmm. Selena and I are writing solo, duo. How would you describe that? We're writing solo each other. No guests today. We're That's writing much- with Marriage and Movies. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're doing. And yep. we are actually... Uh, recording this in our home because we've had loads of internet issues this past weekend and today. Mm-hmm. So it's just been so much fun. The place where you where we usually record this uh, is a, at a office area in the community just down the block from us. And it's unfortunately not been working. <laughs> yeah. And when Wi-Fi goes out, it's really like you know, Game changer. Threat, it's like threat level midnight is going on. <laughs> it's big first world problems. You're trying to figure out hot spots and how do these things even work? Nothing works. Why do they sometimes not work? Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> like everything is just out of control when there's no Wi-Fi. But, but this, oh, 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 Jake, oh, there oh, we go. Gotcha. Oh, oh. Uh, this did give us a wonderful opportunity to check out some wonderful movies this weekend. And there's just been loads of news happening because, folks, buckle up. We are in award season. (laughs) Award season. Yeah. So (laughs) this episode is going to be really a pinata of things. So we're just going to hit the pinata and see what's coming out. But we have have Super Bowl trailers that came out. You know, the Super Bowl was a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. Golden Globe nominations came out. So we're going to go through a few of our favorite categories there. Some movies that we've seen, some that even haven't been released yet. So even the public hasn't seen. Yep. Um, We're going to, since it's Black History Month, we're going to talk about One Night in Miami on the Critic's Couch. uh, A very good film. And we're going to talk about some Sundance uh, movies that where that festival came. Yeah, the Sundance Film Festival that that was virtual this year. And I really thought about going. Did I did I tell you this, sweetie? Yeah, yeah. I thought about. I really did think about <laughs> I getting. Say it, sweetie, like you just like you just go pack up your bags and go, and not tell me where you're going. <laughs> no, oh, you went to Sundance. No, me? But, cool, cool. Yeah, I really thought about getting a ticket for the virtual event, but I just I couldn't do it. My first time, or maybe our first time going, I really wanted it to be in person. Yeah, uh, you know, totally understand. Going to that festival, I think, would be just quite a delight. And just Absolutely. really going anywhere would be quite a delight. <laughs> it really, really would. It really would. Speaking of not going anywhere, we were stuck at home for the Super Bowl. So let's go. Let's start there, Selena, since it's really topical. All right. Uh, the Super Bowl game itself was kind of a clunker. So we won't really talk about that. But the Super Bowl always gives us some big trailers. Now, it is weird because, you know, a lot of people go to the movies anymore. So it's like we get some big summer blockbusters around this time. What's happening? But... We did get a few like new TV shows that are streaming and some movies that are coming out. Yeah, I kind of paused for a second because I don't think I could have told you who was in the Super Bowl. I was like, wait, who was it? Because <laughs> remember when we were on the couch and I was like, is Tom Brady playing yeah. in the Super Bowl? Because I just realized all these weird memes were happening about mm-hmm. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess he won again. So cool for Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. So the Super Bowl was with the... I almost said New England Patriots because it was Tom Brady, but it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh huh. Oh, and, and the Chiefs. That's Kansas right. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas Pat City Mahomes Chiefs. versus That's Tom right. Brady. And Tom Brady victorious once again. I'm sure Alan, our producer, a Steelers fan, is thrilled to see that as always. But like I said, we got a lot of trailers. So mm-hmm. what are some of the big ones that stood out to you, Selena? 
when you think about it. Which one do you remember first? Well, so M. Night Shyamala. Hopefully I'm saying that name Shyamalan. correctly. Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh, he's he's back at it. We've got a weird new movie coming out here. It was probably the most like suspenseful, like, what are we, what's What going? is this? Yeah from, yeah. from Universal, his new movie, Old. Old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it basically just seems like these people are on this island and like you age in reverse or like kids get older like you get younger. No, I don't think it's or, a reverse. You're just aging faster. It's like aging faster. It's the reverse Benjamin Button. So you are aging as yeah. you would be, but just faster. I don't know. It, uh, something else that caught my attention with this, it actually did state it was going to be in theaters this mm-hmm. summer. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I love your optimism there. In theaters soonish. It should be yeah. like out of everything. I mean, um, AMC to the moon, right? Yeah. So. Bring it back. Put it in theaters. Let's get this vaccine going. Woohoo! Yeah. There was two that stood out to me. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh, had like yeah, a big yeah, game yeah, spot yeah. for Disney+. Plus, and that just says streaming soon. So we really don't know when that will be released. Or it says March 19th is what I've been seeing on the internet. But the actual spot said, you know, streaming soon. Yeah. Um, so that's really the next step in the, in the next phase of the Marvel Universe after WandaVision, which we're learning... We're getting more nuggets there in WandaVision series mm-hmm. on Disney+. And then Fast 9, the Fast Saga. I, but I've never, I never really got into Fast and the Furious. So like the first couple, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. But then it just completely fell off. But it just seems like it's such a big movie and a big like enterprise or like mm-hmm. franchise. And so I think a lot of people are excited to see You mean that. you weren't burning rubber with your, I mean, what no. did you have growing oh up God. again? What was it? I had a Toyota Tercel. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't but, burning yeah, rubber, yeah, picking like up the new, ladies with get, that? Get new rims, sound system. <laughs> oh, man. You yeah, had to have a like a, a, was a, big deal high school. a, a changing light system yeah. uh, that way so it would look like a club in your car. I'm like, I'm, I'm shocked, but yet not that this is still a booming franchise. I mean, people love it. Yeah, get your Fast and Furious cars. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, something else that I was like, how is this gonna go? Coming to America. Yeah, it's back. Yeah. Did you watch this growing up? I did, but I I think I said it when we were watching the Super Bowl. I've not seen that movie in so long. No, like, I and haven't. I, and either. I saw it as like a kid, so I'm sure if I watched it now, there'd be way more jokes that I would. I, I wonder if that ages well. I wonder how it does I'm in not that. Sure, I can't answer that question. I don't know. Eddie Murphy though, Prime, so excited. So be really cool. Yeah, that's this um, next month, March fifth. That March comes 5th, out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raya and the Dragon, a new Disney animated movie. We actually saw this trailer, I believe, the night before. Yeah, we did. And I was, was like, Disney "Give Plus. it to me. This yeah. looks amazing." Yeah, another nice, like, cool story. Um, basically, I, uh, Raya sets out to find the last dragon in existence, who is Aquafina. Mm-hmm. is the dragon mm-hmm. to help defeat a looming monster threat. Uh, so that, you know, Disney animation studios really know like frozen is like the biggest hit of recent, you know, recent times. So yeah, I'm, fun. I'm looking forward to all the wonderful songs that will be in there. Yeah. Um, so really, really excited about that. And then a few other ones, Paramount plus. Oh <laughs> my God. Of, these had a ton of ads. They had like this nap. They had this narrative commercials throughout it, like four or five, mm-hmm. uh, but 1883 from Yellowstone. So they're going like back to like how that show started. Uh, Clarice was probably said like, from silence of the lambs. Um, have you ever seen silence of the lambs? Yeah. You it's have been a while, but I've okay. seen it. Yeah. Uh, there was a Bob Odenkirk movie. Uh, called Nobody, and that's from Universal too. And basically, it's like a kitty bracelet that like his daughter loses that somebody stole. Is what they kind of make it seem like he's trying to get this bracelet back. Cool. Um, 
But there's another one, and you like this commercial, probably the best commercial of the night, the Amazon Alexa one with Michael B. Jordan. What was so funny is like (laughs) she sees this like this new vessel for Alexa, and then she looks out, (laughs) and there's a bus of Michael B. Jordan uh, of a movie of a movie. Yeah, and they actually, and it is an actual movie Mm -hmm. coming out right now. Um, let me look this up. You yeah, okay. So while well, you're looking yeah. it up really quick, okay, so the commercial that came out with this, I lost it. I just started cracking up because I was like, yes, yeah. this is the Alexa voice. Oh, hopefully we didn't say it too loud. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. we want to hear. Like, give it to me. And all the scenarios that the husband and wife were in, I just lost it. It was hilarious. It was spot on. I thought this totally was a great attention getter conversation starter. Totally had me look into how do I get my B. Jordan on insert the A word because I don't want to say it and yeah, have things go off. Voice, to be the voice of our. I uh, couldn't smart find speakers. it. If you know how to do this, if this is a real it is. thing. It's probably not a real thing, but I love how you just immediately said, hey, A, can you. Like change your voice. Change your voice to Michael B. Jordan. Oh my voice. god, I loved it. Yeah, yeah just, couldn't do anything. All the snares, uh, the husband's like, oh no, oh yeah. no, this is just no, we don't need this yeah. to happen. But it was nice, like <laughs> subliminal advertising for his movie because the movie's called Without Remorse. And so then I looked it up, and it actually is a movie coming out in March um, on Amazon Prime. So stay tuned for that one from I, one of the big trailers from the Super Bowl. Um, but those were the big ones. Mm-hmm. Of everything. We won't really go into an ad breakdown because there's way too many of them. So yeah. the show's marriage and movies. So we'll talk about. What did you think about movies. the halftime performance? I was not a big fan of it. I think not the a big sound, fan of the weekend. I don't I don't mind the weekend. I thought the sound was off. The first yeah, couple songs, you just couldn't really hear them. On, like on your at, ginormous TV. Yeah, well, my TV had nothing to do with it. I think it was just <laughs> the sound in Tampa Bay. What did you think? I liked it. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't really know if there's ever a halftime performance where I'm like, oh my God, that was the best halftime performance ever. Uh, I mean, it was entertaining. I thought it was great. I like the visual effects of how they incorporated uh, mask wearing in the performance. Uh, I mean, I know it was happening down in Florida and there's always unusual and peculiar things I feel happening in Florida. Yeah. Uh, so there were fans in the, in the stands. So that was uh, quite an interesting moment. Yeah, I'm curious was. what those those seats went for. What was the cost of it? I don't know. Did yeah. that fluctuate or change this year? I mean, they're usually astronomical. I have probably zero desire to ever spend that much money to go to a Super Bowl yeah. or any sort of sporting arena game. Uh, but people do it. Every year, they show up, spend a whole bunch of bucks, and mm-hmm. we just watched it on our couch. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> and nice. had a lovely time. We had a great food spread just for the yeah, two of us. Yeah, we had a lot of food, a lot of leftovers. It was a really nice time for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And like in Chicago right now, the weather is ridiculously cold. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're approaching like the negative 10 degrees like feeling. <laughs> not, so, not including the wind chill. Definitely time to cozy <laughs> up. Um, any marriage moments that you like to talk about so, yeah, there are always marriage moments <laughs> that i would love to talk about <laughs> of course there always is well one thing i know we got we made a big purchase as a, as a couple we got spotify duo yes after you kept bugging me to get it well um, so here's the thing so i don't so i am a user of the good old-fashioned pandora it's free <laughs> It does the job of playing music. I really don't listen to that much music in general. I'm usually listening to different podcasts or I'm, you know, like watching a lecture recording because I really enjoy that. Uh, (laughs) But whenever I would come to your office, you would always have really good music. And so I would try and figure out, I'm like, how do you do this? So then you told me about Spotify Duo and I was like, let's 
do it. <laughs> yeah. So we did it. it. The only thing, the only thing is like I had a package where we got Hulu, Hulu with mm-hmm. Spotify, and if we, I upgraded to Duo, we lost Hulu, so we don't have Hulu anymore. Um, but we have Spotify Duo, wah, so now wah, that you wah. get your own music, well. Hulu's going to come into play here in a little bit when we talk about some of these know, movies in the I... Golden Globe. So <laughs> I'm most likely going to freaking re-get, re-buy Hulu. Um, and I also found out when our What's marriage, up? we talked about like, grocery store shopping. Yeah. You, you just do not like going. Not right now. And- okay. Well, so it's advised <laughs> for uh, families for one household to go at a time. Yes. And it's also advised, you know, there's all these Amazon Prime shoppers and mm-hmm. – What's like, yeah, essentially you have like a personal grocery shopper, all these different apps and everybody's doing something, uh, you know, like that. And also just thinking of time efficiency, both you and I have a lot going on. We have a lot of passion projects. We really enjoy our work. And sometimes I just don't want to go to the grocery store. I don't. You have a list. We've worked I, on it together. I try to, to sucker Selena into going with me because, like, Every I just time like I just like spending I time with you because I don't want to go because I don't want to go alone. And whenever we order online, they like get us wrong stuff, and so it's annoying. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Well, yeah. So, moral of the story is that I don't care to go to the grocery store and have this be the time that I spend with my husband. <laughs> I would much rather be efficient with our time and safe with our exposure outside, and either just order the groceries. Or just have one of us go. You can go to the grocery store. Well, then yesterday when you wanted to go to Aaron's and I said, no, I don't want to go. You're like, but I just want to spend time with you. I I flipped the script. I flipped the script. But what ended up happening? I went by myself and I had a lovely time because in a time of COVID, there are far too few many moments in which you get to spend time by yourself. I don't actually don't mind going to the grocery store by myself. And uh, it's always, on record. And you always and you always come back with forty dollars worth of stuff that we didn't <laughs> even have on the list. So whatever fine. you eat it, <laughs> you, you eat all the good food I that I After get. After I get so. mad, I, I will eat it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about that. All right. uh, so, yeah, I feel like that's like our good marriage moment. I feel like as the show progresses, we'll continue to maybe get a little bit more in depth and uh, a talk a little bit more, more vulnerable, like more who, real about like it. Who won this argument? Like, was I in the oh, wrong? Oh, I do. Was, I loved that bit. Oh, we totally got to bring back that yeah, bit. We'll bring that bit. All right, Selena, let's talk about the Golden Globes. Ooh, let's talk. <laughs> All right, the 2021 nominations came out. Golden Globes are always kind of like a interesting. It's a good start. It's a good start because there's a lot season. of big movies, but it seems like they're just really big into the big actors. So some of these nominations, you know, people got snubbed, especially on the TV side. Yeah. Um, and some actors, it just seems like, again, that they want some big names. But I'll start, Selena, with the best actress in a motion picture okay. drama. Viola Davis with Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, a mm-hmm. uh, Netflix film that we have not seen yet. Um, probably a good time to watch it, you know, with it being Black History Month. Yeah, I've heard the performances by Viola Davis and Chadwick, or, uh, Chadwick Boseman are great. Uh, but Andre Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday, that movie is not out yet. And it comes out on February 26th on what streaming platform? Hulu. On Hulu. So. Hulu has live sports. So, yep, there's one for Hulu. <laughs> uh, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman. I am shocked. Why are this? you shocked? I just, I mean, okay, so folks, if you have not seen Pieces of a Woman and you have two hours of your life that you would like to spare and watch <laughs> this movie, please do. But I am giving an advisory warning. Like, it's not what you think it's going to be. 
I I thought her performance was great, but a Golden Globe nomination I think there's like among two, the many yeah, other amazing women who yeah. put out outstanding performances. I think there's like pretty much like one scene where you're just like just the acting that she had to do just like gave her the nomination. So I I don't know. I'm kind of with you on that one. Frances McDermott of Nomadland, a movie that came out in 2020 in the film festival circuit, but because of COVID could not get released. Mm-hmm. So it's getting released February 19th in theaters and exclusively on Hulu. On Hulu. That's correct. <laughs> Hulu has live sports. Nomadland. Definitely want to watch that one. And then last actress Woo! got nominated, Carrie Mulligan of Promising Young Woman. Okay, folks. This is this is one here's to like, watch. Buckle right. up. It's here's, so good. Here's a quick little give a minute recap. Me? I'm gonna time you. Yep. Okay. You have one minute to recap this movie. Okay. Is this spoiler free? I will I will try and do it spoiler free, but and I will try and do it off of the trailer. All right, go. Okay. So two best friends in med school. <laughs> you said up, too much. I'm just kidding. End up dropping out. We don't know why and we don't know what happened. What we do know is that there is revenge on the plate here. And the <laughs> actress who Carrie Mulligan plays, Cassie, Casey? Cassie. Cassie. Uh, she works at a coffee shop and she has a little list. And every evening she goes out and lures gentlemen in who they claim to be gentlemen uh, into a situation that they really should know better with, but they don't. And there's a little bit of trying to take advantage on it. Uh, And she has her way for them to learn a lesson. Yeah. That's the rundown. (laughs) That's the rundown. It is really interesting. She acts drunk in it. You did it. You did it too. You have like four seconds to spare. But she acts (laughs) drunk like a, like basically like, hey guys, like, hey, do you need a ride home? Do you need help? Mm -hmm. And pretty much the guy most likely going to take advantage of her. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, revenge on the point. Served cold. (laughs) I like that analogy. It's actually a very, it's a promising young movie, I guess you could say as well. I really enjoyed it. I did not know what to fully expect, but I was all in on it. No, and I, you made this connection uh, right away. We watch another movie with uh, Carrie Mulligan called Dig. Mm -hmm. And I, I, it did not even occur to me that that was the same actress. She did such a, a bit of a transformation from one movie to another. Yeah. Uh, and she, in Dig, she has her natural accent. She's a British um, actor. And in this one, she plays an American woman. So thus, she has that accent. Um, she was, like, she's really good in it. There's a lot yeah. of strong acting from her, for sure. I mean, obviously, in she both, got nominated. But both like, movies, I would say. But yeah, for Promising right? Young Women, I, I was very excited yeah. about that. Uh, best actor in a motion picture drama. Ready? Yep. Riz, Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. Yeah. He plays the deaf drummer. Solid yeah. performance. He had some really good vulnerable scenes in there. I thought he did a really good job. Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yep. Anthony Hopkins, The Father, which I guess nobody has seen, but it's Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Everybody is talking about this movie, and I'm like, mm. what? And wh- how do I watch this? <laughs> yeah, nobody knows. It's not on Hulu, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> Hulu has live sports. Uh, Gary Oldman in Mank, the Netflix film that is going to probably get a ton of Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. And then Tahar Rahim from the uh, Mauritanian, which I watched a trailer for this. Jodie Foster, uh, Shaylee Woodley, the girl from um, uh, Divergent mm-hmm. and Pretty Little, Big Little Lies. Okay. I think I said her name wrong. Who recently just got engaged to Aaron Rodgers. Like the news just broke. It was really random. Oh, okay. But, and your boy. Who? Your man. Who? Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, oh boy. And Tell it, me. Why is Benedict Cumberbatch hot? It's basically Guantanamo Bay, 9-11. He, like, oh they, they're accusing this guy of 
being the recruiter for the people on the planes in 9-11. Uh, it looks really intense, kind of like a legal Wait, drama. Wait, we did we watch this trailer together. I did not watch it with you because I just watched it before the show. No, I've, I've, <laughs> I, okay, well, I've watched this trailer. Looks, uh, here we go, another marriage looks, moment. It looks great. We totally watched this trailer together like one Friday night. I totally know this movie because Jodie Foster, it's her and like some younger woman and they're, they're essentially the attorneys, right? Yeah. Yeah. I totally. Well, it looks great. It does look great. It looks interesting and it's based on true events, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Here's where the snubs start coming in. Okay. Hit me. The best television series drama. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Which one? Should I list them all and say which yeah. is on there? All right. Yeah. So you got The Crown on Netflix. Okay, that one. It makes sense. All Lovecraft right. Country, okay. HBO Max. Yeah. The Mandalorian. Yeah. Ozark. Okay, come on, Ozark. You've had enough. Ratchet. Ratchet. I'm shocked at that one. I mean, and I did like that show, but uh, a nomination? Come on. I, w- I was so shocked. Which one on here does not make sense? Or which one, which movie got snubbed or show got snubbed? I may destroy you. I love you too. How is this not being that's nominated? The, that's the name of the show. Time and time and time that's again. That's the name of the show. Selena's not threatening me right now. <laughs> that's the name of the series. But that is a that is a very intense show and it's getting rave reviews from critics. People are loving it. And it, if you went on Twitter when the nominations came out, oh, it was a huge snub. People did not know why it wasn't in best television series over Lovecraft Country on the same platform. But maybe even Ratchet could have, it took could have took the place of that. So well. it was uh, created by, written by, directed by, and starring. I I'm, I think I'm gonna say Mich- Michelle Cole. Okay. And she, the the writing in the show is amazing, and then her executing her writing on the show, it it was just amazing. I really just am shocked that this what's is the, not getting what's the synopsis of it. Okay, so the synopsis is that she is a uh, writer. And she is she finds herself in, diff- in different situations um, that are unfortunate. Um, she ends up being sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. and it's really just discussing how, like, going through her processing the situation that happened. Um, she has some interesting friends, and she has some interesting ways of you know coping, self coping mechanisms. Um, but it's yeah. just she is uh, she's in London. For a bit of it. She does some traveling in the show too. And then she has an interesting relationship with an on again, off again boyfriend kind of. Um, it's a good show though. It's so good. It's, it's so weird. emotionally real and raw. And oh, it just touches on so many topics. I, I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I'm not shocked because it's just old white men who are doing these nominations and they clearly <laughs> don't know what's good. Uh, but yeah, this is not, this did not get nominated here. I'm, I'm hoping maybe. At another award time, it will. Another award show. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I want to switch to best television series, musical, or comedy. It was one of my favorite shows is on here. Oh, boy. Uh, But we had Emily in Paris on Netflix, and people were like, what? Why? Why?" Just because it was trending and people liked it. The Flight Attendant on HBO Max, which I did not like the ending on that. It was an okay show. Uh, The Great on Hulu, which we enjoy, Mm -hmm. but we haven't finished it yet. No. But we can't now because we don't have Hulu. Because it's on Hulu. (laughs) Schitt's Creek. Classic that's show funny. That I mean, never, like I that's just gonna like continue to sweep. I, I mean, know. that's like that's just like it's Ozark. Un- it's unfortunate because the next show probably will not win because of Shit's Creek. But Ted Lasso on <laughs> Apple TV Plus. Uh, Ted Lasso was my darling show of 2020. It was such a fun watch. So charming, 
funny. Um, anybody listening who has not seen Ted Lasso, get Apple TV Plus, get it the free trial, and watch that. There's plenty of other good content on there. Um, but I have to just admit that that show is great. Yeah. Um, best actor in a television series drama: Jason Bateman, Ozark; Josh O'Connor, The Crown, who mm-hmm. plays uh, Prince Harry or the the Prince of Wales. Is it Harry then? No, it's not Harry. Prince Philip. No, is it Philip? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Al Pacino, Hunters. Remember that show? Oh my Prime? God, that, that show like, came so out when we were starting this show. That's a really, 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 really good yeah. show. You know what the best revenge is? Revenge. And then Matthew Reese and Perry Mason. So, give it to Bateman. I thought I thought O'Connor was really good in The Crown. I thought it was a good it was a good uh, season for that one for sure. It's a rare thing that fate should allow a former king and a king waiting to meet. And yeah, the musical or comedy category is ridiculous <laughs> because it's like, wait a minute, is this a TV show, movie? Why is it a musical or comedy? It should be a drama. What's happening? The Golden Globes are weird. They are weird. They, they're very weird. <laughs> so the best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy. Again, got Lily Collins, Emily in Paris, Kaylee Coco, Cuoco, Coco, Mama Coco, <laughs> The Flight Attendant, Ella Fanning, The Great, Jane Levy, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And Catherine O'Hara in Shit's Creek. Probably Catherine O'Hara. If El Fanning was great though, and the great. The great is great. It's a good one. What category is next? Okay, so we have three more categories. So best motion picture, musical, or comedy. So there is the Borat movie <laughs> that we did watch. What'd you think of that one? And that one was through Amazon Studios. Hold on. And then there's Hamilton okay. uh, through mm-hmm. Disney. Palm Springs. Uh, mm-hmm. That was Neon. That was on Amazon, wasn't it? Um, Palm Springs was Hulu. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. That was Hulu. God. <laughs> Music. And that's through Vertical Entertainment. And then The Prom, which oh, is available on God. Netflix. I know. I'm, I'm just generally shocked that this is getting, again, nominations. Okay, so for this one, I to answer your question on Bull Rat, I had not seen the first one. I don't think ever entirely in one sit down. And it had been such a long time since that movie really was even on my radar for conversation. So mm-hmm. seeing this one and the political climate that it goes right into, I was mm-hmm. like, what is happening? A lot of like what is happening moments and a lot of how do they get away with that? But then again, right. I remember the, you know, I don't know, the naiveness and the lust for being on TV yeah. Uh, in a way of the American mindset, the U.S. Um, citizen mindset. And I was like, this movie makes perfect sense. So, yeah. Um, if I had to put money on it, I would say Hamilton will win. Um, mm. But Palm Springs was a, a wonderful, hilarious, was perfect, yeah, like, Saturday day watching show. was awesome. And the movie Music with, like, Kate Hudson hasn't even come out yet. Uh, like, nobody knows how to watch that one. It's another weird one. That's what's interesting about award shows is, like, well, people, tons of get, stuff comes out that you, that's not even out yet. Yeah, but they get their... Uh, what they get their screeners. Called? Yeah, they get their screeners, and then they watch them, and yeah. Yeah. We're just not there yet, yet no, being the operative not, word. Not there yet. So let's go to some of the final big two categories. Best motion picture drama. Mm-hmm. The Father, again. Don't uh, know what Sony it is Pictures yet. Classic. Mank on Netflix, which we have not seen. But yeah. I guess you need to watch Citizen Kane first, maybe? I don't know. That's kind of what it's about. Uh, Nomad Land, there it is again from Searchlight Pictures. Promising Young Woman is up there. Woo-hoo. And then The Trial of the Chicago Seven yes. on Netflix. And you like that one, huh? I did. That's uh, another um uh what's his name from the yeah. social network? Yep. 
that was, which we'll talk about here, uh, that was Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, Aaron and Sorkin. And so Best Director for Motion Picture Drama, mm-hmm. Emerald Fennel, Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. there it is again, which is pretty fun that it will probably get nominated for a lot of Oscars. So yep. that would be cool. David Fincher for Mank, mm-hmm. Regina King for One Night in Miami, yep. Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Chloe Zaoa for Nomadland. Chloe Zhao, yeah. Zhao. And like, one Night in Miami is going to be great, too, because even, um, you know, they've had a couple other nominations. But Regina King, look at that. Three female directors yeah, in that category. That, Could that... we see that in the Oscars, which uh-huh. probably be the first time that's ever happened. Probably, very unfortunately. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, like, one of the positives out of the this nominations. Yes, that there were some more female directors mm-hmm. and some uh, female directors of color. So mm-hmm. that was great to see. And this yeah. segues really nicely into our critics couch that we want to talk about. Which yeah. is One Night in Miami by Regina King. Yeah, absolutely. A great movie. And like I said, Leslie Odom Jr. nominated for supporting role in a motion picture <laughs> for Golden Globe. Um, so he he's one of the actors. He plays Sam Cooke. But go mm-hmm. ahead and tell us a little bit more. Yeah, so uh, so this movie, it talks about a fictional, uh, you know, night of One Night in Miami, a fictional account of incredible, of one incredible night where icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and the cultural upheaval of the 60s. Yeah. So this was a very important time in U.S. history, um, and particularly for the black community as well. There were a lot of, of rights that needed to get, uh, you know, corrected and or just to happen. Um, yeah, so right the equal rights movement. Yeah. And yeah, you had, it's so interesting that they just took the one night. It's mm-hmm. like all these four men were in, we're in the same spot. And then mm-hmm. you just create this more fictional story based on a lot of the real events surrounding them. Yeah. Um, well, but- here's here's a fun little fact. So yeah. uh, the film debuted on Regina King's 50th birthday. Oh, wow. So I did not know that. So I thought that was a, just a sweet little I, – I just think that's really cool. If, yeah. if it was intentionally done that way, I just thought that was really nice. Yeah. The conflict between Sam Cooke and Malcolm X um, in the show, it was fictitious – um, but it came from the screenwriter uh, Kemp Powers' struggles as the only black writer on the staff for Star Trek Discovery hmm. and the conflict he felt over how much of himself um, to insert into the show. So I just thought that was another kind of interesting really, fact. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That's yeah. a nice fun fact. Yeah, and here's another one. You know, Kemp Powers originally wrote this as a stage play, mm-hmm. and so it was, it was even performed in 2013. Yeah. And now they made it a big movie with – you know, all these great actors. So let's go through. Um, well, there's some fun, there's some pretty cool history um, with Malcolm X here in Chicago. So there is Malcolm X uh, College here. Mm-hmm. That is uh, one way to dedicate to to him. Uh, he was a human rights activist. Uh, he was an African-American Muslim minister. Um, he was a popular figure during the civil rights movement. He's best known for his time spent as a vocal spokesman for the nation of Islam. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Oh. The actor, real quick, though, who played yeah. Malcolm X, Kingsley Ben-Adir, mm-hmm. who's becoming a really, I mean, he played Obama in the Comey rule. Yeah. And then he plays Malcolm X, two of the most, you know, really the most prominent, you know, African-Americans in, in history, especially recent history. Um, but I thought he did a really good job. He did. All the acting in this was great. It was phenomenal. And I really liked it too because they really um, captured some significant photos taken in history. Muhammad Ali in the the pool, um, kind of the the fight scene where he's acknowledging uh, Malcolm X in the the crowd. That was Mm -hmm. really cool to kind of 
I, I looked up those photos and they they really did a good job of mirroring them in the in the in yeah. the movie too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so I I don't think I I knew this fluently for Muhammad Ali that he that was not his name that oh, was his yeah. chosen name, um, but he was born as Cassius Marcellus Clay Jr. Cassius, I, Cassius Clay. Cassius yeah. Clay. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I, I I don't think I I knew that fluently. Yeah, there was something like even I grew up. It's like you know him as Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. um, but then you see things as Cassius Clay. And like I think growing up, I probably thought he just changed his name to sound more like intimidating or something. I don't know. It was interesting to me. I'm like, oh, he just had a name <laughs> change, but it was because he, you know, committed to you know the faith of uh, of Islam, mm-hmm. right? And so this was his new name well yeah so and then kind of sticking with that so in in 1966 this was when the unfortunate vietnam war was continuing to occur Mm -hmm. but he refused to be drafted in the military citing his religious beliefs and ethical opposition to the vietnam war he was found guilty of draft evasion and he faced five years in prison was stripped of all of his boxing titles he was able to stay out of prison as an appeal to the decision to the supreme court but it was later overturned in 1971 but he had to fight for nearly four years and a lost, uh, and then he ended up losing a, a period of peak performance as an athlete too, due yeah. to this decision. Yeah, which I just That's wild. I like, know. Arguably, you ask many people, he's one of the greatest athletes of all time that people have seen. Mm-hmm. You know, the and he lost four years because of this. Prime. Yeah, I told you all that I was the greatest of all time when I beat Sunday Liston. I told you today, I'm still the greatest of all time. The actor who played him, uh, Eli Gorey, uh, really good performance again. Really grabbed, like, captured that charisma mm-hmm. of Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, and then next year, you got some fun facts about Sam Cooke. Yeah, so Sam Cooke, he has some ties here in Chicago. He mm-hmm. moved uh, here in 1933. He attended um, an elementary school here, a high school, um, and the we're going to do a pause here while I finish reading my notes. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like talking so much. I feel like, okay. Um, okay. Count back in three, two, one. So his, uh, singing career here, he first became known as a lead singer with the highway QCs Mm. when he was a teenager. And he joined that group at the age of 14 uh, during that time, he also befriended some fellow gospel singers, um, and he sang in uh, some gospel groups. Yeah, uh, he has an amazing voice. I remember when we it's watched really a trailer nice. for this, <laughs> yeah. and I just immediately I was like, "Oh, a word, play some Sam Cooke," and I just <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, this song is so good. Oh, that one's so good. This one's even better." So yeah. he had thirty U.S. top hits uh, between. 1957 and 1964. Yeah. And like Change is Gonna Come was a big one that he sang in the movie. Oh. Leslie Odom Jr. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And like really Sam Cooke was like really like the big storyline in this movie mm-hmm. because, you know, Malcolm X wanted him to like be like a voice for mm-hmm. the black community, for the black movement. Well, so yeah, he was a voice, but it's, it was just kind of like for who, what audience are you speaking to? And yeah. Exactly. Are you kind of masking yourself yeah, speaking exactly. to that it's audience? Like you could be like a much wider voice for what's going on in mm-hmm. America, but Sam Cooke just, I mean, Ma- or Malcolm X really accused him of, you know, just singing for the white man yeah. and just like grabbing paychecks. And it annoyed Sam Cooke, but Sam Cooke is just like, what, like, kind of in a tough position. It's like, yeah. what do you really want me to do yeah. in a way? How, how could he? Time, yeah. yeah. 
exactly like throw away his career is what you know and, but that like but that's just so unfortunate that, that like that that's the option like oh if you don't speak to the white audience in this way then you're throwing away your career like he couldn't be himself yeah. i don't know it, it is just a really reflective time um yeah i do think he he did though i i thought he his singing career is, is really good though so oh yeah it's great and again the actor was in hamilton um that's what yeah. leslie Owen jr is really well known for that's but right great performance by him yeah and lastly had jim brown played by aldous hodge uh, the actor Alice Hodge, but um, Jim Brown, one of the most famous running backs in the history of the NFL, uh, was an All-American at Syracuse, um, professional career. I mean, had a ton of records at the time, uh, 106 touchdowns. Uh, they were all records when he retired, you know, 12,000 yards, average 104 yards, rushing yards a game um, in Hall of, Hall of Fame in 1971. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jim Brown, you know, just was friends. He was a, just a prominent athlete at that time, black athlete. So he was friends with everybody, you know, and friends with, were friends with Malcolm X and, you know, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, his role Sam in this Cook. movie, it's it's kind of like he's there, but it's not kind of as, you know, as yeah. important or maybe as standout as some of the other characters. So yeah. it was just interesting. Cause I really didn't know that much about him. Yeah. I don't really know that much about too many athletes, but um, <laughs> yeah. it was great to learn more about him. Yeah, but overall, One Night in Miami um, – you know, we wanted to bring this up with Black History Month just because it, but like just four really good performances by four just such prominent, you know, black actors and just black figures in the his, in our history. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was a really great story, a great debut from Regina King. Uh, I don't think nobody really lags in the acting. No. And it's interesting, like the camera shots, mm-hmm. like a lot of it, they go on the rooftop and just talk. It's really just them at a hotel. You really feel like really, you're you're there yeah, with them. Like you're getting this inside access just to like be a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a really good job of that. So the movie moves, even though it seems like the, there's only like a couple like sets, mm-hmm. uh, the movie moves fast. And, and you it's, do get, uh, you it's only one point. night that they're focusing on. So the storyline, yeah. you kind of know from start to finish of like, oh, this is this is just going to be this one night of what yeah. happens, but it captivates you. It keeps you in. Yeah. I like absolutely must watch. Yeah. Must watch on Amazon prime. So there's a little quick recap of one night in Miami. It was fun though to do. Yeah. To go a little bit dive deeper than what we typically do. Okay. So that was the wonderful recap for one night in Miami. And then we're going to transition really quickly to another film festival that happened. Mm-hmm. And that is the Sundance film festival. This is a film festival that happens every year in Utah and we will go there one day, sweetie. We will wait. we will make our way there and wait. travel again. Uh, but really, I just kind of want to talk about one movie, and it it is the one that did get a lot <laughs> yeah, of buzz yeah. uh, here at the festival. It ended up winning the um, top prize as well, the festival. Mm-hmm. And that is CODA. It is a film. Um, so CODA stands for Child of Deaf Adult. Mm-hmm. And so this movie um, follows the... Um, the viewpoint of a of a young girl whose parents are deaf, and I am I am just really excited to see where this where this um, you know conversation continues to go um, with the deaf community and with working with individuals who um, who, who you know who need additional supports um, who may need someone to translate or to interpret uh, you know the conversation. I, I'm just really really happy to see that that. The conversation is still going um, for those outside of um, yeah. maybe like the typically developing, 
you know, if yeah, you, it's. I think it's a it's a great look into that. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> last that, year, yeah, those people. Do you remember the winner last year? I remember like hearing about this, and I was like, oh, I want this to win lots. Was it that? It was Netflix? Crip Camp. Crip Camp, yeah. yeah. So that was by the Obamas through their production company. Yeah. And that followed the storyline uh, kind of again staying with the, the civil rights era, but during the 1960s and 70s and the 80s um, for the uh, for the rights for individuals with developmental disabilities and physical mm-hmm. disabilities. And, you know, just really just trying to get something as simple as yeah. a, a ramp uh, versus stairs accessibility. Um, so, and that, that, that got a lot of buzz last year. And so code is getting a lot of buzz this year. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where this will kind of, uh, shape some conversations and, um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's so a dir- Oh, it's another female director. Um, her name is Sean Hader and, uh, She's yeah. she's kind of been making her way around with interviews, so yeah. I'm I'm excited to see yeah, more you, from her too. If you Google like Coda winning the Grand Jury Prize for drama, like you know Sean Hader, like her reaction to it's awesome. It is when they she, say that she it won. is yeah. So it happened virtual this year, so everybody was on their Zoom, right. and she you know kind of immediately was just what it is. <laughs> it is a great reaction, um, yeah. yeah, to go watch that. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah, it would be so good to go to Sundance, and it's always you know you always see it. A little thing come up in the movie, like, like a Sundance Film Some Festival film, nominee know, or like, or like TIFF. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to go the to these International places. Film Festival. Yeah. Maybe when this podcast keeps going, maybe we'll get invited and we'll start getting some screeners, maybe. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yes, it will happen. Yeah. Well, everyone, that is our episode for today. Mm-hmm. We are excited for some future ones. Again, we got some guests lined up. We're really excited, and we're going to be talking about some more movies. It seems like a lot of stuff's going to be coming out yeah. end of February. Some good documentaries coming out, mm-hmm. and then in March we're going to get some of these new shows that have been that have really supposed to come out last year. Last year, yeah. But it seems like this spring and summer we'll have, have much more stuff. to talk about with the awards continuing the season. So nominations have been announced. So then we will see who the winners actually are. We'll carry mm-hmm. on those conversations. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely excited to, to bring on some some guests that we've been talking to. So. Yeah, marriage and movies. We're just chugging along. Yeah, stay tuned, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Let's do it. Taco Bell tonight. No, (laughs) absolutely not. Oh, God, no. All right. Welcome to Take Nine. (laughs) I I didn't think you were going to just, I think you were going to keep going. See how it, here we go. All right, do this again. Three, two, one. Oh my God, sweetie, you, we have to get better at these notes. What category is next? <laughs> Still trying to find it. Hold on, best motion picture, musical, or comedy. What? Where is this category? Cool, that was a fun little episode. You gotta work on those notes, baby.